Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. DJ Pig is not here today because this episode that we did is a little bit different. Usually at All You Need to Know, we do some very lowbrow, unsophisticated humor podcasting where we take a topic and dive into it and, and break it apart for 30 to 35 minutes. And usually, at least what people say, it's pretty good, sometimes funny. And that's all that we're shooting for. But sometimes, instead of that, we say, how about we do some highbrow very investigative and informative journalism. And so sometimes we'll go out into the community and interview people that we find interesting. And so today I sit down with Jay Nimmo and Sophie Galloway, which I guess you could say they both represent or are the perfect example of a standout athlete. Jay Nimmo uh, played for Marshall County. Sophie Galloway, of course, played for Graves County and then just recently Marshall County. And they have both committed to SEC schools. Jay Nemo will play golf for Mississippi State in the next year, and Sophie Galloway has committed to the University of Tennessee and will be, be competing in track and field there. So they took some time to sit down with me for some reason. I really do appreciate them taking the time to do it. Uh, we talk about the transition from high school to college athletics, uh, the, the things that they hope to achieve whenever they're there at their respective universities and then we also kind of touch on the aspirations to play professionally after the college career is over so it's a really good interview i hope you enjoy it and for all the all you need to know fans that usually tune in for some stupid humor this is a little bit of a change of pace so for those that are tuning in to listen to this interview specifically thank you for tuning in we hope that you enjoy what all you need to know has to offer and uh, please like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media sites. Just a little bit of a plug right there. But this is episode 178, From Small Town to SEC, an interview with Jay Nimmo and Sophie Galloway. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton, and with me I've got two very special guests, Jay Nimmo and Sophie Galloway. So guys, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and uh, discuss, I guess, your athletic careers and what's next. And I'm very excited to kind of get to this, and it's going to be really good to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, thanks, Quinn. Appreciate you having us. I uh, obviously am an avid listener of A1-2K, so it's an Thank honor. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can add this to your list of accomplishments as you were a guest on All You Need to Know. And Sophie, <laughs> I know you guys you guys are both very busy, so I appreciate you guys taking some time. No, to this, do this is awesome. Thanks. So it's going to be pretty easy for you guys today because we're basically just going to be talking about all that you've accomplished first. So that's always fun, right? And <laughs> then and then we'll kind of get into some some more in depth questions as far as your athletic careers. But just to introduce you guys real quick, I'm sure if people are clicking on this. They already know who you are. You guys are pretty prominent standout athletes in Marshall County. What, what we're going to start out with, Jay, I'll go ahead and read some of your accomplishments. And if I leave anything out, just let me know. Okay. But for for this, I have three-time regional champion, two-time state championship, or champion back-to-back, -back, 2019 Mr. Golf, five-time all-region team, two-time AJGA champion, and two-time All-American. Yeah, that and sums it up. That sums it up. It's... Obviously, not as long as the person sitting beside me, but, but and I wish I could add something. But yeah, and you have committed to Mississippi State to play collegiately 
for yes, golf. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. And now we get to Sophie. Sophie, eight high school state championships, two state runner-ups, 2018, 2019, and 2020 Kentucky Gatorade Track and Field Player of the Year. And you were a nominee for the Kentucky Sports Person of the Year in 2019. And who else, just to kind of give an idea of how uh, prestigious that is, who else was up for that award? John Morant, um, Tyler Hero, and I think John Calipari was somewhere on there, but I don't think he was ranked very high. I think I was above him, so that was... I voted for John Morant. You voted for John? Okay, Jay. So Jay's vote did not go to Sophie, so that's not very uh, supportive of your Marshall County teammates. But listen, that's fine, and I know that Jay, it looked like you were a little frustrated because there were some pretty big awards there, but I don't want you to feel discouraged because your resume is just as impressive. He goes to school with me. He understands that. Every single day I see him, I'm like, look at me. I'm like showing rings or something. Yeah, I'm used to it. It happens. So there's some playful competition as far as, hey, I'm better than you. But, I mean, is there really an argument? No. No. Because Sophie's clearly better than Jay. Okay, just wanted to put that that in there. But, uh, Sophie, you've committed to the University of Tennessee. Yeah. So because you guys had such, uh, I guess, standout as far as, like, in high school playing athletics you guys probably had a lot of options right mm-hmm. so what led you guys to pick the universities that you chose so for me uh i never had like a dream school uh so i kind of went in with an open mind and so for me i was looking for a place that um you know was was good for just a fit for me so that was uh, great coaching staff uh, great golf courses great athletic facilities and um you know i just fell in love with mississippi state the mm-hmm. coach there he's he's unbelievable he's great Love what he's doing there, and we're gonna, um, you know, he's just he's building something that I want to be a part of. So I'm really excited. Awesome, and Sophie. For same me, question, yeah. um, I wanted. I'm obviously a Southern girl, so I wanted to stay in the South and mm-hmm. be a part of the SEC. So I had to choose. I quickly let go of the Ivy Leagues and then everything out west because I just I couldn't do that. Yeah. And I wanted to be relatively close to home, like not too close, but far enough away that I could get home if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed, obviously, to have a coaching staff that's going to be there and stay for a while because if I decide to go pro one of these days, I'm going to want to keep the same coaches instead of changing so much. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you want it to be a good school. And I love football. It has to be a good football school. Right. That's important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the other athletics, probably Jay that played in the years as well. I at least know, you know, being a friend of yours, you're always talking about Mississippi State and cowbells and things of that nature. So that probably played a part in your decision as well. Yeah, a little bit. Obviously, um, you know, it's it's always going to be fun going to, you know, 70,000 uh, seat football stadium. And, mm-hmm. you know, when there's 65,000 cowbells going, it's it's pretty fun. Okay. You know, a lot and of sure, like Neyland that. Stadium's a lot louder. Uh, okay. So, All right. so, I, like, I like the banter that's going on so far. This, this is great. But... Whenever you guys commit, of course, that's a really cool process, and we can talk a little bit about that in a little bit. But a lot of people don't understand how hard you guys had to work uh, to in order to have those opportunities and compete at such a high level. So what were your guys' practice schedules like in high school, and maybe how are you transitioning those to get ready for college competition? Well, people don't really understand kind of like what I've gone through, or maybe like what Jay's gone through. I would drive, the year I got my license, I would drive starting my sophomore year, five days a week to Nashville by myself and practice and then come straight home and like get home at 12, wake up and go to school and then do it all over again. I never, unfortunately when I was at Graves, I never had a track to train on. So I would have to drive to Murray State and avoid their track team and stay away from them. So I would practice at eight o'clock at night in the dark. Mm -hmm. I had zero coach whatsoever. Like people would try to help me, but like I was just not 
was, I don't want to say this really weird, but I was kind of past that point and I needed a little more. Mm-hmm. And I found my coach in Nashville and I finally just had to start driving there. I just actually got back last night and I've been there for four days. It's wow. just kind of like, it's a whole lot of dedication and people don't understand because they just see me compete and they see what I perform, but they don't see how much time and effort and how much body exhaustion I've mm-hmm. got. And it's kind of, it's neat. Like it's, it's a mental process. It is. Yeah. And behind the scenes is, yeah. is the stuff that's the most important. And Jay, I know that, you know, we, we played high school golf together, but you, I've been gone for a while. So I, I always recognize that you had a really good work ethic. So what kind of things were you doing outside of those scheduled practices? Yeah. So for me, um, you know, obviously the high school golf practice after school, um, you know, we played nine holes, we got on the playing green, but you know, I used that time to, to work on stuff I needed to. Um, but outside that, I'm, I'm fortunate, you know, my, my swing coach is in, in Paducah, so it's not like Nashville or anything. So for me, going out there, um, taking lessons from Todd, uh, Todd Trimble, he's, he's great. So uh, just just working on my my stuff, I, um, you know, I, I know that everyone else that I'm competing against is working on it, so that kind of drives me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at this level, everybody's skilled, so it's not what you can get out of your skill, it's what you can get out of your work ethic. So. For me, just knowing that everybody else is practicing and, and getting better, that drove me, and, and it still drives me to you know um, go to the range, uh, hit balls, go to the putting green, putt, and you know for me it's not obviously Sophie's all about you know her body and physical. So a lot of mine is you know uh, hand-eye coordination and working on the swing, which is pretty similar, but obviously not not not, not strenuous. Is it yeah. muscle memory? Like I've always wondered that. You yeah, I mean that? you gotta. I think repetition. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn knows it's like important. if you can make the same swing on repeat, then not not much is going on. So the same you, for me, I guess. Yeah. I think you can always kind of draw back to some of the muscle memory and repetition is important whenever you're whenever you're practicing and working on your skill. And Sophie kind of touched on this. Like eight o'clock, you're out there on the track working by yourself yeah. in the dark. What are some? Can you guys speak on some sacrifices that you had to make? Because whenever you compete at such a high level, sometimes you might have to sacrifice some of that high school experience in order to succeed. I don't know about Jay, but I never got invited to the sleepovers because I would always have to leave at 6 a.m. and go to training. Like, literally, like my mom would come get me at 5 or 6 in the morning, and I would go straight to Paducah to Mario Johnson's and have Parisi. Like, it was, I've never had a normal childhood. Like, I've never gone and stayed at a friend's house. I've always had practice, gone to sleep, gotten up, do it all over again. Like, Mm -hmm. you never, I've got such a routine at this point, I haven't had the same high school career like I've worried about my studies I've worried about track and that's about all that was on my mind mm-hmm. yeah same here you know I'm always at in the summer I'm always at tournaments so I never get to you know or never get to I mean I get to but very rarely you know hang out with friends and, and it's tough but you know knowing that, that that's going to pay off hopefully in the next you know four to hopefully 20 years that's that's pretty cool and you know, I'll look back and and it'll definitely be worth it so the sacrifices that you guys make uh your friends probably noticed that. I mean, I'm sure you guys still have a, a really good supportive group of friends. Uh, and speaking on that, how was it whenever you guys decided that, you know, to go to your respective universities? So Jay, you decided to go to Mississippi State. Sophie, you committed to University of Tennessee. How was, how did things change once you made that decision? So for me, uh, it kind of freed me up. Obviously, you know, I know Sophie when she ran, there was a bunch of coaches watching, you know, paying attention. So for me, that just freed me up, you know. I had at some point, you know, like five to six SEC schools, you know, watch me at a time, and then now, um, you know, when I commit to Mississippi State, it's it's done with, it's a done deal, and that just kind of allowed me to 
to play freely and, and allowed mm -hmm. me to do a lot of things that, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, making making a double bogey and hitting in the water yeah. and being like, well, that, that guy doesn't want me. So, right. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, this allowed me to, to play better, I think, and it just, you know, uh, the first tournament after was tough because, you know, you have a, you're representing Mississippi State now and um, yourself, so that's a, a big thing, but after that, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I have nerves still, like, right now mm -hmm. because of, like, trying to represent Tennessee. Like, it's everything I do. I've trained with this coach, like a collegiate athlete. Like, every workout I do mm -hmm. is something I will be doing this fall. In about three weeks, I'll actually start training again. Yeah. And it's crazy because I'm, I'm never not nervous that I'm going to mess up or make a mistake. And that's weird because I've always just been running for me. And I guess as a team now, now that I'm at Marshall, but I've always just run for Sophie. And now that I'm running for Sophie and a giant track program that could possibly like boost my USA career, like it's, it's just so many. I worry about too much, and I know that's weird, but <laughs> I... I worry about it so much, and I, I can't help that. Well, I think nerves are good sometimes in sports. Yeah, uh, I do better off of fear. Yeah, so I think that that's kind of a motivation or a driving force whenever you're competing. I know that it can sometimes be tough to, to perform at a high level whenever you have nerves to deal with, but you guys kind of talked on, you, you guys are both competing yeah. individually, right? Yeah. I mean, both the thing about golf and the thing about track and field yeah. is that it's a team. You're you're competing as a team, but it doesn't really feel like that whenever you're out there. Yeah. How does it feel to compete individually? Uh, and, and and I know that that's going to transition into college, but like just that idea of like, okay, if I mess up, there's not a lot of people that have my back because it's all on me. How is that feeling? Well, when I I take myself to Nashville, and when I go there and train as hard as I do, I know what I'm capable of. And if I go to a track meet and then screw it up for myself. I see that my mom and dad are like disappointed or my coaches are like, you've worked so hard for this. And I'm like, well, did I not do something right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's always on me. Nobody, my dad used to tell me all the time, just like you, when you lose, everybody's going to blame it on you and you're all alone. And then when you win, everybody's with you. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's kind of how it goes. Yeah. And it's, true. it's a sucky thing, but it's, it takes a hard mental athlete to just mm -hmm. push through it and do what you can. So back to the individual thing, I, I like being uh, an individual athlete because, you know, practicing, preparing, and playing, you have to own it. So if I, if I go out and, like she said, if I, if I win, that's on me. That, like, that's, it's all you. Yeah, it's all me. But if I go out there and, and play bad, I got to own it, and, you know, that's on me. So mm -hmm. that's what I like about it. There's no blaming. You know, in basketball, you know, you could play a quote-unquote perfect game and still lose the game, and you can blame it on this guy, blame it on the coach, blame it on whatever. But in golf, it's straight up, did you beat this guy? Did you did you play better than he did? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I like that, and I get to own it. And you guys are both, you're kind of honing in on one specific sport now, of course, as you move into college, but you yeah. guys were both multi-sport athletes yeah. growing up, right? Yeah. So you feel like that helped you in the process of kind of competing as an individual because you had those other viewpoints as, as maybe being on a team? Yeah, I think so. Uh, basketball was, was always my thing, and I loved playing. Um, and so I think being in pressure moments on the golf course helped me on the basketball court, but also being in pressure moments on the basketball court with obviously playing in Marshall County, big fans, a lot of cr big crowds. Mm -hmm. You're not used to big crowds. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, we get it, we get it. Um, anyway, that you know that putt on 18 to, to win the tournament, you know, there's a calming sense that I think can be credited mm -hmm. to my playing basketball. Mm -hmm. And I think that 
for the most part, you guys have had a lot of successes. And so that must be nice to do all this work and then see that work come to fruition. And Sophie, this might not be the most sportsmanship-minded uh, question, but I've seen some videos of you competing in like the 100-meter hurdles, right? So how does it feel? And you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to. But how does it feel to finish 100-meter hurdles and then once you're done, you have enough time to like drink a cup of coffee before the next person gets done? Well, you know, it's, it's calming, but yeah. then again, you're like... Shoot, I feel bad. No, you don't. No, oh, you I, don't. no Jay. No, you don't. No, you don't. I genuinely like. I was already in the middle of another interview before like they finished, and like yeah. it was. It's not a bad thing to me because I know that I'm doing something right, mm. but it's obviously like kind of embarrassing. Sure. Because I don't hear anything when I run, and I I I tell people it's my uh, I silence and like I black out. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can hear is my feet and my breathing. So I don't know where people are at behind me, and when yeah. I finish and turn around and they're still on hurdle seven, yeah. like it's. It's weird. It really is. <laughs> and Jay, I'm sure you've had experiences like that too, right? Where you just blow people out of the water in golf. Yeah, yeah. That's golf's. It's golf's, not as obvious, right? Maybe, but it's not as obvious because, you know, if you have a, let's say, five shot lead coming down a stretch, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna, put on the gas. I mean, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just make sure I win. And it's like that's like Sophie on the last hurdle, like just stepping over to make sure she wins. <laughs> So like, there's a difference. It is. It is. So look, if I have, if I have a five shot lead going to the back nine, I'm not going to necessarily play the way I had planned. Okay, on I have it. a serious question. Okay. Okay, can you like, if you're on like hole nine, can you like move to the next hole before the next person's done? Is that how you win? Do you like? No, no, no. Like, I'm you're just playing in. The I don't same know group. how to play golf. No, you're just playing the same group. So like. Oh, so you have to wait. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's very slow. I didn't know yeah. if you could like move on before everybody no, else. No, no, that, that's one thing. I mean, I've played golf. I play golf collegiately as well, and I'm not gonna sit here and brag about that okay. because it's not even close to the accomplishments that you guys have. But the thing about golf is that it takes forever. Yeah. And so that's one one thing that I've always been like, okay, how do we speed this up, or can we shorten the amount of holes that we want to play? Because mm -hmm. I like to kind of keep moving. So my ADHD doesn't allow that. It, it yeah. would be for people that don't. Well, I'm not saying that you don't have patience, but mm -hmm. for people that lack patience, uh, golf is, is very not, frustrating. It's not your sport if yeah. you don't have the patience. I think you've clearly found your niche as far yeah, as... Yeah, yeah. I you have powerful you. patience. You do. <laughs> but we're talking about like performing at high levels, and you guys are both very successful. Um, the thing about college athletics is it brings together like the best of the best. Like All these high-caliber athletes kind of go into and flow into these universities, especially you guys going into SEC schools. So, is there any intimidation as you move towards, you know, competing collegiately? Or are you are you going to welcome that competition that meets you once you get to college? Yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, playing in the summer myself, golf in the summer. I know that <laughs> the guys I'm playing against, they're going to Georgia, they're going to Ole Miss, they're going to Tennessee, they're going to Kentucky, they're going to Florida. Like, I'm going to see those guys, and mm -hmm. so you know, I've played against them, competed against them, and so I know where my game stacks up against them. And so there's no really intimidation factor because. First off, I'm friends with them, and so like, you know, I'm just ready to, to get down there and compete against them. So mm -hmm. I'm welcoming it. The wonderful thing about track <clears throat> is that you are running for yourself and to better your time. <clears throat> and if you better your time, your team's obviously going to do better. So like, no matter what I compete in, as long as I do better, my team will do better. Mm -hmm. And that's I think that's the one thing that gives me a little bit of calm sense is because I know that if as long as I do what I know how to do everyone around me is going to be 
happy. So right. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Is just kind of focus on which in individual sports, I guess that's the best way to do it. Is focus on yourself, do everything that you can, and right. hopefully that'll help the team. Oh, yeah. So that's a really good approach to it. And as far as like the competition, I'm sure you guys will probably like the practices more in college, right? As far as having some some more structured practices, having some coaches that are probably not saying that Coach Bell wasn't qualified. Correct, correct. Definitely not saying that. But some coaches that really have some experience in golf and or track. And no, so I definitely like training in Murray State alone with my mom and dad and then going to Nashville with this coach that coached at multiple D1 schools mm-hmm. and was an Olympian himself. He has definitely shown me like the structure of track. We go there for a four-hour practice and it's perfectly set up and things that mm-hmm. we need. And then having four other kids, like yesterday he texted us and I had four girls running with me and we all came in one, two, three, four, like right behind each other. Mm-hmm. And you see if you're watching Olympic trials, there are girls that wear the same uniforms that run together at the same pace. Mm-hmm. And it, it's cool because, cool. you know, once you get to college, everybody does it their way. And mm-hmm. you listen to your coach and it's not like everybody does their own thing and you all just show up. Like it's, right. it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to, I know that when you go down to Tennessee, you're going to have just unlimited resources right. of, you know, if I need to do this, yeah. they've got it. Yeah. They can help me. So I'm excited about that with, you know, I haven't had access to like a track man or, yeah. you know, yeah, a, a, pot, a putting yeah. lab. So like, that's what I'm excited for. And, you know, I've got everything that, that I could think of that I need. Right. You know, they're going to push you around, Jay. What are you talking about? They're going to push you around on the course, make sure your legs don't get yeah. tired. Yeah, no, we walk, we walk. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And we're kind of talking about maybe the small town that, that we're in right now, Marshall County, Benton, Kentucky. Maybe those things aren't provided in, in this area. And you guys are transitioning from small town, Benton, Kentucky, to some larger cities, right? Benton, Kentucky has a population of around 5,000. Starkville, Mississippi is uh, 25,000. And then you've got Knoxville, Tennessee, 185,000 people. So how do you feel about that transition from small town to bigger cities as far as both competing and like, you know, your, your sports, but then also just living there. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Okay, so first off, let's not act like Starkville is, is some big town. What is outside of Starkville? Nothing. Exactly. So it's, you're driving, and then it's Starkville, and then you keep driving. Yeah. So <laughs> with the 25,000, I'm sure that includes the students. Mm-hmm. So let's not act like it, it's huge, all right? So, but in it, comparison to it, it's Kentucky, still, It's though. still larger. Yeah. I would say it's, it's. It's similar to Murray, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I'm excited. It's it's a good spot. There's, you know, to be honest, a lot of people don't think so, but there's a lot to do in Starkville. It's oh, a really yeah. cool college town. So you can hunt uh, and fish. It, it's pretty Jay, cool. Yeah, yeah it's right, yeah. right, Tuffy. Yeah, Jay loves hunting and fishing. No, I'm actually I grew up in Farmington, Kentucky, and that is we're in the middle of nowhere. Like you literally mm-hmm. live in the middle of five fields, and you don't, your neighbor's a mile away. Like, that's just how it is. Um, so, yeah, going to Knoxville is going to be different. But if you know me, I never shut up. And so I just, I talk constantly. Mm-hmm. I never meet a stranger. And I love people. So, mm-hmm. I think when I get there, I'll be fine. And I'm sure whenever you guys visited those those colleges, was there something that just kind of clicked? Like, you guys knew, like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to I never to go. got to take an official visit. Really? I, my family and I went to about six different schools and just toured and mm-hmm. North Carolina was the only school that, like, I actually had an unofficial visit, but that was literally a month before Corona hit, and mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. I never got an actual official visit, so I get to take that in a couple weeks. Okay, well, that's exciting. Yeah. I never got an official one either. Okay, well, but bad question about I've got, I got I got to take unofficials, though, um, and yeah. got to go to golf camps and stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, something just clicked. It would seem like everywhere I went, you know, I'd go to Tennessee. They would be my, you know, number one school. And then it was just the most recent school that was kind of like my favorite, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I went to Mississippi State sometime sophomore year, fall sophomore year. And then the next time I went to Ole Miss and I was like, no, I still like Mississippi State better. And then I went to Auburn. I was like, no, I still like Mississippi State better. So just something clicked. I still don't know what it was. some kind of comfort about it. Like you walk in, you just feel comfortable and like you kind of belong. When I went to Mm -hmm. LSU, for instance, like it, I loved it. I loved the atmosphere, but it was just, it wasn't for me. Like it wasn't my place. Mm -hmm. It had a good football system, but... UT was just it. So you're talking a lot about football, so I'm I sure. I love football. Yeah, so I would die for that sport. <laughs> so you're excited to get there for the Saturdays, possibly, For a too, five and if you seven have time. season. Uh, We're a baseball school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd y'all do in the College World Series? Mississippi State's in the, in the College World Series semifinals. Jay? We're playing on six All right, Jay. Easy. Okay. Let's calm down, all right? We've still got a little bit to go. You, <laughs> you guys can start fighting once we, once we get done with the interview. I just want to make sure to get through all of this. But uh, you guys are clearly passionate about, you know, competing, your schools that you're going to. Um, and I think it, you, I think you could also say that you took a lot of pride in representing Marshall County. So even though you'll be wearing different uniforms as you move on into your college career, will you still feel like you're representing like Marshall County or the Western Kentucky area? Uh, yes. And I think it's more of not the school because I've been to Graves and Marshall. Obviously mm-hmm. I grew up in two different places. So I don't think I can represent one school. I represent the population mm-hmm. and the people I've grown up around, the people that have helped me along the way, the friends, the family. It's not just about the school at this point. I think it's about just making sure people know that I'm doing what I can to show that I worked hard. And it's not really about the school system, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just grew up in Marshall County strictly. So, mm-hmm. you know, I love Marshall County. So anyway, but it's it's pretty cool to, you know, I've had a lot of people ask when I'm moving in and if I'm excited and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I know you have to. Yep. So just to have, you know, I know their, their support, uh, is really cool. Um, you know, I know that people are going to be following, you know, both me and Sophie and that's just, that's just really neat. And I don't know if you get that a lot of other places other than Western Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So that's just, that's just a kind of pride that I have and I'm excited for it. I think there's something about a small town community that kind of take pride in, in everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And so I think, Jay, you touched on it. If you were possibly in a Louisville or Lexington, right. you might kind of get lost in the mix of, right. of all yep. the other athletes. But with coming from Benton, Kentucky, people are going to keep tabs right. on you guys. Yep. And whenever that you come back for the summer or winter or whatever, whatever breaks that you guys have, people are going to come up and ask how you've been doing and yep. say, oh, I've been following me and doing that. And so there's got to be some comfort in that, right? Having the, You've got this whole entire region behind you guys. And I think that after Corona, honestly, you know, like with our basketball team, we've had so much more support because people were so eager mm-hmm. to see things happen. And I think that's going to help me and Jay a lot. So they're going to see, oh, Region 1, Marshall County kids are going to go here. Let's watch them. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's awesome. It's awesome to have some support because obviously when you're in a different town you're gonna not know a whole lot of people so yeah. I think having people that are saying they're gonna come to track meets or come to golf courses <laughs> whatever on, you said that with a negative connotation uh but yeah people will most likely go to your guys's you know events if, if yeah. they can um what what would be the with with you guys being the SEC what would be the closest that you guys would come to maybe compete in a, UT UT yeah I mean, UK, I mean, it's still four hours away. Yeah. We would never come to, like, a Murray State or something like that. We just, mm-hmm. for indoor, that's, we go to other indoor places, and it has to be in the SEC, so. Um, right. I think ours is Vanderbilt. Okay. We play, I think we play Vanderbilt's tournament, but, um, 
You know, I don't. Do you get to go to the Bahamas at all? And and run? <laughs> no, I get, oh, to okay. to, I get to go. To I get to go to the Olympics. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you'll sure. retire before then. Don't oh, sure. okay. Wow. So there's definitely some competition, and you mentioned the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's a good transition into this next question. You guys already have so many accomplishments, right? You've you've achieved a lot in high school. What kind of goals and and things are you hoping to achieve whenever you go into college, and then even past that? Um, each accomplishment is just the stepping stone to the next thing. So like, I don't think of them as awards. I just think of them as like the next mark that I got. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's always an end goal, and it's never what I just did. Like, oh, yay, we're done now that we just jumped that. It's mm-hmm. There's always another step, and I think that's going to lead into the Olympics. Like, it's going to be so much work. You have to get through college and, like, at least make it through that. Mm-hmm. And then you, maybe my junior year, at least get to go to trials. Mm-hmm. But then you have to be the first one or two and to, in order to even make it to the Olympics. It's a lot harder than people think. It's like people yeah. just see a girl jump really far and think, oh, she's going to be in the Olympics mm-hmm. one day, you know. And it's... It's stressful, and people make me nervous saying that. But. <laughs> and then Jason, um, question. For me, first off, I just want to um, play, just be successful in, in college. So whether that be a goal that I have is be All-SEC um, and then hopefully be an All-American. And, and what they do at, at um, colleges now, they have a PJ Tour University. And okay. so it's the top 15 in some ranking system that are seniors. Uh, they get the top five get status on the Corn Ferry Tour, so the level below the PJ Tour. Yeah. And the next ten get status on the Form Tour or the Latin America Tour. So if you play well your senior year, you go ahead and get that extra boost. And you know the end goal is obviously to play on the PJ Tour and and play professionally. So that's that's something that that I want to do. So for both of you guys, the end goal is to play your sports professionally. Yeah, right. I yeah. think by the time if you ever get to make it to those, like, I guess your tours or my right. Olympic trials or whatever, mm-hmm. you can be sponsored. Like, last night there was a girl that ran and immediately got sponsored by Nike. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just kind of how your pro career starts. Once you get there, you can enter the Diamond League. Once you turn a certain age, you can go pro. And I think that's really cool because you'll get to compete until you're, like, 35, which is awesome. Yeah, I think it's really cool to, like, growing up, I love playing golf. She loves running track, and I think it's really cool that we have a chance to make a living off stuff that we love to do, and mm-hmm. I think that that's awesome. That We've is worked really for it our whole lives, and it's just to see it kind of come together. Yeah, this is just the first step, though. It's not over yet. We're just now graduating, so. And and you guys have a, a long road ahead, but yeah. you guys are both capable of, of playing professionally. I know that. Oh, yeah. So, Sophie, what kind of because uh, there are a lot of different avenues that you could take right. to do things professionally. What kind of event would you specialize in? Do you think to well, in order to maybe qualifier for it's a good Olympics. question because I actually had this conversation with my coach I am going to Tennessee to triple jump and be a heptathlete which consists of the 100 meter hurdles high jump long jump shot put javelin 800 and 200 mm-hmm. and that is it's basically just a test to see the who the most versatile athlete is mm-hmm. and obviously like that's really difficult but he told me that like I'm such a strong javelin thrower and I didn't know that I was until last summer <laughs> Okay. That I could honestly be a world champion in the javelin. So you never know once you get to college and you start figuring out your weaknesses and if those weaknesses are going to hurt you or benefit you. Sure. And so yeah. I guess we'll just wean down from there. Obviously, I love triple jump with my whole heart. I would do anything for that. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's not what I'm strong enough to win something at, I'm obviously just going to have to put it to the side. I think that that's crazy that in order to do all of those things, yeah. and as far as I'm not – I'm not super educated on yeah. the terms no, for track and field, um, but you said it was a hept, heptathlon. Heptathlon. Yep. So, 
how, how would you, how do you approach, like, you, you know what you're doing in college, so how, how do you practice for all of those things? Is it, is it something that you just well, repetition like, and you keep going? Yeah, that's what I said. I go for the four days, so the first day is going to be like a, a multis throw, um, a running day, and then maybe a hurdle day. And then the next day will be a jumping, an 800 run day, or another throwing day. You just kind of have to balance it all out, and then... You get a couple rest days in there, but then you start right. it all over again, and it's complete muscle memory. Like, mm. we do the same drills over and over again, and then we'll put it all together from a longer approach or a shorter approach, and it just, it finally all flows together, and you do it. That's pretty impressive. Now, Jay, to kind of maybe bring that back to golf, you have to be good at driving iron shots, chipping, putting, right? Yeah. So, would you say that's the exact same thing that Sophie has to go through? Correct, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I promise it. It probably is. No. I have no idea. Yeah, it's the same thing. No, 100%. So, and, and before we wrap up, uh, I mentioned how people in the in the small town community are going to keep tabs on you guys, but I'm sure that being stand-in athletes from Marshall County, you guys will probably keep tabs on each other. Oh, yeah. Is there a little bit of competition there? You guys, do you, do you guys look forward to like maybe texting back and forth during your college career, saying, "Hey, great job on that," or maybe giving each other a hard time? I think I we've think... already made arrangements to to go to like the Tennessee Mississippi State stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I think to be honest, I know from my end, and I and I can speak for her. There's going to be more texts of trash talk. Yes, mm -hmm. correct. More than not. Hey, great job. But but, but we'll throw one in. He's every like now the then. brother, you know that like. Mm -hmm. He's a lot like you, but you just want to kick him sometimes. Yeah. We have yeah. a lot in common. Okay. We're very hard to Yeah, because I'm 6'1 and you're 5'7. <laughs> hey, we're all, uh, Okay, okay. There's a lot in common It's there. just a number. Height is just a number, yeah. Jay, so don't feel bad about okay. that. But it, it, it's, <laughs> it's really cool to see the banter back and forth between you guys. And again, thank you for taking the time to sit down and do this. Uh, you didn't have to. This is, this is a very small podcast, so we I appreciate you taking the time to I do this. I love talking. And, well, maybe we'll have you we'll have you guys back on at some point then if you guys love to talk. But thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. We really appreciate it. Of course, yes, sir. Appreciate it. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered